Welcome back to the Savvy Scoop podcast, where we give you the full scoop on all things living your best life. So if that's your jam, you are in the right place. New episodes drop every Wednesday for you to enjoy. As always, I'm your host, Shauna Gray. I'm a healthy habits and accountability coach for women looking to create simple habits and routines and their health and homes. If you're a fan of the show, I would so appreciate you rating, giving your review wherever you listen, and you can also watch the show on YouTube. Maybe you already are, and you could subscribe there too so you never miss an episode. Okay, we have a special guest. On today's show, we have Alyssa Bloom. She is the owner and CEO of Bloom Digital Creatives, a digital marketing and virtual assistant agency. She is a mom of two boys, a wife, and living that Florida life, which as a Canadian, I am very jealous of right now because it is cold and rainy and snowy and just not pleasant. So very jealous of that Florida life, but in her precious spare time, she loves unwinding with a glass of wine and a good book. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, Alyssa. It's so nice to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Let's start with how did you get here? What were you doing before Bloom Digital Creatives and what led you to start your business? Shauna, how much time do you have? <laughs> uh, as much time as you need, girl. This is, you know, we're not on time constraints. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I kind of got here by accident, actually, um, which I love to tell the story because it's kind of ironic and funny how it happened, but I'm so glad it did. Um, I was a preschool teacher and I was pregnant with my second son. And I was like, I can't afford to put two kids in school and have this teacher salary. Plus, I wasn't like fully happy where I was. So I was like, all right. Time for a change. I was seven months pregnant. I'm going to start my own business, right? Because that's like the best oh, you thing started to do. it when you were pregnant. I sure did. Oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I literally brought my laptop to the delivery room, but it was something else then. Um, I started a membership. I lived in Miami at the time for local businesses and moms to connect. And what happened was that the local businesses were coming to me saying, I love your social media. Can you do it for me? So I started doing their social media instead and fell in love with social media marketing, which led to email marketing and all the digital marketing things. So I love it. Version. Okay. We have so much in common, actually. I am also a former uh, preschool teacher. I did that in my 20s, though, and I left because I was like, if I'm ever going to have children of my own, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I loved it. It was so, as I said, it was like the hardest yet most rewarding job ever. I really loved it, but also was like so tired <laughs> at the end of the day. I was like, no, I will never have children if I stay yeah. in this industry. So for all the people that do, I mean, you are you are, you know, the real MVPs because that yes. is something. Um, really funny because most people that I talked to on this podcast started their business sometime on like a maternity leave or after. So I also started my business after my second child, but I waited eight till she went to, uh, you know, preschool 18 months after I yeah. had her. I didn't uh, start it while I was pregnant and bring my stuff to the delivery room. So that is like, some next level. So good for you. I mean, but talk Super about taking impulsive. a chance on yourself. Like, thank you. You know, that's absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, I love that hustle. So good. Thank um, you. So then obviously you have two kids and you started your business while you're pregnant with your second kid. So what do you find is the most challenging part of balancing entrepreneurship and life? Like what keeps you, what keeps you in the entrepreneurship roller coaster? 
Yeah. So first of all, I used to think that, you know, we can do it all. Women can do it all. Moms can do it all. And then I realized, well, I mean, we can't like no person can do all the things per like perfectly and balance it all. We need help. Um, so, you know, I get help from where I lack. So whether it's, you know, hiring my team for business or when it's with my family, it's hiring a cleaning company to clean my house. Mm-hmm. So it takes a village. And as cliche as that may sound, it's the absolute truth. Um, and I give myself grace. I say, you know, sometimes things happen that you can't control and you have to give yourself grace and permission to not be perfect at everything and take a step back. I think that is really hard for so many people to do, but I think it is the thing that keeps most of us in the entrepreneurship world because it's so hard, but also being able to take a step back if you need to, or, you know, roll with the punches. Um, That's definitely why, I mean, I love what I do, but some, you know, there are times when you're like, do should I just go back and get a job? Because this yes. is so hard. But having that flexibility and stuff is really, that's the reason that keeps me every time, I would say. Um, and, I, and I have to share that it took me a very long time to accept this. So it didn't just happen oh, overnight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the beginning, was... I was working. I mean, I'm sure you're the same. At the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, I mean, I was working as many hours or more. Um, than I did in my job as I was then. So, you know, it takes time to step back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Put exactly. the boundaries in place for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. So how many do you have on your team now? 10 and I'm what? hiring Ten. one more. I saw so that everyone's part time. So, you know, it's very flexible. They can work when they want, but I'm so thankful <laughs> for all of it. But them. I mean, that's a really big team. That's a big team to manage. So, I mean, good for you. Thank that's you. amazing. Thank um, you. Okay. So you're up to date on all the digital marketing trends since this is your agency. So I would love your take on what's in and what's out for digital marketing in 2024. So I'll share that my personal jam and how I got started with social media marketing. So that's where my personal main focus is. Um, So trends for social media for 2024, I'd say, is long term. We're going to see a lot of long form video. Long Um, form video. Okay. I do. I think so. Yep. I think it's going to be a mix. And I was actually just talking to a new client the other day about this. She was asking, should I do reels or should I talk to the camera? And I told her to do both. Um, mm-hmm. and, you, and each account is different. So you got to see what works for you and what your audience wants. So once you nail that down, you can, you can give them that content. But then once you nail that down, I'm sure Instagram's going to change things up on you. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> they wouldn't be Instagram yeah. if they didn't. So right. <laughs> they'll throw something else at you to you know, spice it up. Um, gotta love it. In terms of long-term video, do you think you're seeing that on Instagram or you're seeing it like YouTube or across like the various platforms? So I think both, I think like even you, for example, I think you'll be able to take your YouTube videos and flip it vertical and use it for Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and even, I don't, 
we don't do Pinterest, so I'm not an expert there, but you probably- No, me neither. I don't understand. I know Pinterest, everyone's like, now that I'm starting to blog again, everyone, I mean, I say I'm starting. I mean, I'm going to put up my first one like next week. <laughs> But awesome. everyone's saying that if you're to have a blog, you have to figure out Pinterest. And I'm like, okay, I have, I do have a Pinterest course collecting dust that I know would probably <laughs> still too. be v- valid enough that I could get a start with it. So uh, anyways, Same. we'll get into that stuff later. But anyways, okay. So long form video. Good. Okay. I think what so. else? <laughs> I think so. And of course, like adding the closed captioning to all the videos. Yeah. Um, I have to do that. Then for other digital marketing platforms like your website and SEO, I think we're going to see an uptick with using AI um, Mm. and privacy and safety. So this is tricky for me because I do have someone on my team who is the SEO and website expert. So I don't want to put words in his mouth, but things we've been talking about is People are going to start implementing AI, and I think Google's going to try to support that, but I don't see how successful that's going to be, to tell you hmm. the truth. Okay. So I'm very, very curious to see how that all pan- pans out. And I do yeah. like AI, but I think it all needs to be edited. You kind of have to use yeah. it and play around with it. Yeah, I've been finding the AI helpful for coming up with um, titles and show notes for my podcast, but I absolutely cannot take what they've done and put it in. Like, it's just, it's good. It gives me a good base and then I completely change it. Like, you wouldn't even probably know it was the same thing, but it does give me a good, like, it gives a good spark, but no, I would sound just so not like myself if I used. Right. And I know you can customize it. But anyways, they're just taking my podcast episode and regurgitating some stuff to make the show notes. You know what I mean? So it is helpful for like, you know, cutting down on time, but certainly I'm not using it word for word. So exactly. Yeah. Um, and then for email marketing, I think again, safety, um, we're going to see more safety precautions there and privacy. But with that, there's that whole thing right now with, um, as of February 1st, right? Isn't it that uh, like Yahoo and Gmail were cracking down oh, on some email yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they came out, Gmail came up with verification also, like how you can get verified on Instagram. You can do that on Gmail, but pay for it, you know? Oh, really? So, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is really well, interesting. Because you know how like your emails go to spam? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the general you. Apparently, if you have the verification, they're going to stop that. And that the blue check mark is going to give you, you know, it's going to make you look better, mm-hmm. but you have to pay for it. So I'm, I'm curious how that pans out uh, as well. I'm interested <laughs> in that. I have to, this week is my week to, because as of recording, it's February or not February, it's January 24th. So this week is my week to like get my stuff sorted out. So all my Flowdesk emails don't, uh, go to spam. So I just got oh, the notification today. Yeah. be like, it's almost February 1st. Make sure Oof. you have your whatever, your records all done. So anyways, hopefully people are listening to that because um, yeah, e- email marketing yes. is so can be so effective if it lands right. in people's inboxes. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's the trick there. Yeah. 
Um, but I think keep it simple. Like you don't have to jazz up the emails with graphics. It doesn't have to be a newsletter. I think write a little love letter to your to your subscribers, and yeah, that's that. Yeah, I have found that um, since I went away, I started doing a weekly email and made it very just like whatever is on my brain that week, sending it, and I get at least one reply to every email. So I was like, okay, so this is, it's working. It's, you know, it's, you know, having an effect obviously. So I'm getting, I'm getting a response. So yeah, I definitely think that, um, even when with the emails that I read, if I'm finding that the, um, the constant like memes or giffies or whatever that are in there, I'm like, okay, we've Mm -hmm. done this. I think like I'm just a plain, simple email and I'm like more likely to read it. Agreed. Agreed. People are so overwhelmed with content mm-hmm. these days. Emails, social media, everything, Google. Keep it simple. It's better yeah. for you too. So. Yes. It takes like, I mean, honestly, it takes me like 10, 15 minutes to write my email and then, right. like, okay, well, that's my thought for the week. But yeah, I agree. The more you can keep it simple because then you can be more consistent with it, right? And really having a half decent email that is consistent is better than writing like the world's greatest email once every six months, you know? So I love that. Yes. Um, okay. So if someone was just getting their business going or they've been going for a bit, but they have done like no marketing, where would you recommend that they start? That's a great question. My instinct and like my first reaction to tell you is social media (laughs) because (laughs) that's what I love. Um, But honestly, it depends on what the business is. So for some business owners, it might be SEO, especially brick and mortar businesses to be able to be found on Google. Most likely is where they need to focus. Um, Actually, I can share. My husband is starting his own. He is a he's a physical therapist. He's opening his own clinic on February first. I so saw that. I am in, it's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Thanks for seeing it. <laughs> um. So as his full on digital marketing person, I was like, okay, where are we going to start? And we kind of are doing all the things at once. So we started on social media. But in the meantime, he's working, you know, he's working with our website team and going to get that started. But that's not going to be able to launch until March. Right. So that's why it's good to have a little bit. And obviously, if you're starting a new business, you're not going to be able to do everything at once. But it's good to talk to a strategist or someone who can guide you in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah, because I mean, like that's... uh there's only so many funds when you're starting. <laughs> At least, right, I mean, right. social media, social media, you could start for free. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, I think, I mean, both of us would probably say go to Instagram first, but I think probably better to find out where your audience hangs out and right. start there. Like how would they find you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I always just want to say Instagram, but I'm like, no, there's more, there's more, there's a platform. <laughs> There are other platforms that are good, you know, and some people make their business completely on like LinkedIn, you know, so you just have to, depending on your business, figure out where your, where your people are hanging out. But and also I think, but I think part of it is where you like to spend time too. So there's a happy medium in there probably. That's so true. That's so true. Because if you're not happy, you're not going to put in your best effort to use the medium. So Yeah. yeah, it has to make you happy as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, social media can make you happy. It really can. 
<laughs> Some yeah. people wouldn't say so, but I think I it can. <laughs> there's okay, people like so, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, to, to end, I, there's a few quick answer questions that I always like to ask each guest. So what's one thing you do every day or most days that help you live your best life? Make all the beds. I feel Ooh, so good about. No one else has said <laughs> like that. When the ba- oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no one else has said that. It really I like helps my like mindset. I make oh, all the beds too. Yeah, they have to be made. It just feels like I don't. Someone, what it, Mel Robbins says, it's like a gift you're giving to your nighttime self to yes. come in to your room <laughs> and see a beautifully made bed that you can get back into. So. I love that. No one's given that answer. So that's a fun one. Um, And what's the best advice you've ever been given or advice you would give to your younger self? It's okay to say no. So when I started off as a business owner, I never said no to anyone. I never turned down a client. I took everyone and I found myself failing. So Mm -hmm. I would tell my younger self or someone starting out that it's okay to say no. Oh, I love that. It's true though. At the beginning, you're just like, oh my God, you want me? Okay, you can have me. You can have me. Anyone, anyone who wants me can have me. (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) Okay. And then what is your favorite quote? Oh, quality over quantity. I know that's so simple, but that pertains to so many aspects over like everywhere. Quality friends over quantity friends, quality yeah. content over quantity content, content, quality food over yeah. quantity. I love that. That's yeah. true. That's so true. It is that. in so many areas. I love that. No one said that one either. So oh. give it some good, some good new answers. <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun to chat. Um, how can people work with right, you right now? Where can they find you? I'll have the links in the show notes, but give us the scoop. Great. So we are available for content creation, social media management, SEO, and WordPress and virtual assistant services. My website is bloomdigitalcreatives.com. And on Instagram, Bloom Digital Creatives. Because we know that's where you're hanging out. (laughs) Yeah. But full service marketing, full service marketing agency. Love that. So you can just come to you, get it all going, and that's yeah. also really helpful than trying to jump around and find different people. Yes. So think of us as your in-house that. digital marketing agency. Yes. Love that. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you to everyone who listened and we'll see you again soon.